السلام علیکم ورحمۃ اللہ وبرکاتہ نحمده ونصلي على رسوله الكريم اما بعد اعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي امري واحلل عقده من لساني يفقهوا قولي سبحانك لا علم لنا الا ما علمتنا انك انت العليم الحكيم اللهم علمنا ما ينفعنا اللهم انفعنا بما علمتنا وزدنا علما all praise is due to almighty allah the sustainer nourisher and cherisher of the universe peace blessings and salutations be upon our beloved master and leader nabi muhammad mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam oh allah we beseech thee to increase us in our knowledge and to protect us from the deception of the satan and the evil of our souls amen ya rabbal alamin it is indeed only the grace and mercy of almighty allah jalla wala that we continue with our tafsir and commentary of the noble quran our starting point is surah al-mu'minun chapter number 23 and verse number 101 To recap our previous lesson, all Matthew Allah Jalla Wala teaches us, "Idfa'a bilati hiya ahsanu sayya." That you don't fight fire with fire, but you fight fire with water. So in Islam, when people are swearing us, abusing us, and so forth, and we know they don't have any valid argument, so in that way, there it is better to keep quiet. Or if the person has any sense or common sense, then you can speak to him, but you don't use the language that he or she is using. So that is what we need to understand. And then that person might understand, and if he is speaking the truth and is sincere, then he will bring iman sooner or later if his quest is for the truth. But if he's a person who just got hidden agenda and he is bent on evil, then rather you keep quiet. The Quran Karim states, "وَإِذَا خَاتَبَهُمُ الْجَاهِلُونَ قَالُوا سَلَامًا." When the jahils they raise arguments and so forth, then rather just make salam. Like people today, they just ask questions for the sake of asking questions or testing people. Or you must remember, they want to criticize other people. So that is the thing that we should know that sometimes people have an ulterior motive and hidden agenda. So whatever it is, we don't know what is in the minds and hearts of people. But we cannot fight evil with evil. We have to give them a better substitute, a better replacement. And that's why all Matthew Allah Jalla Wala states, "Wala tastabil hasana wala sayyah." That the evil and the good, the virtue and the vice, cannot be equal. So when we replace the vices with virtue, فَإِذَا الَّذِي بَيْنَكَ وَبَيْنَهُ عَدَاوَةٌ كَأَنَّهُ وَلِيٌّ حَمِيمٌ Then where there was enmity, animosity, Almighty Allah makes them bosom friends, good people, good friends. Why? Because now the intention is sincere. And both parties, although initially they were not really united, but now you become united. So this is how Almighty Allah Jalla Wala is teaching us. 
نَحْنُ أَعْلَمُ بِمَا يَصِفُونَ We are all knowing what they are uttering, what they are saying, ascribing, describing. Everything is known to all, Allah. Some of them say Jesus, Allah forbid, is the Son of God. Some of them say Ezra, Nabi Uzair, is the Son of God, one group of the Jews. Some of them, the Mushrikeen, polytheists say the Malaika, the angels are the daughters of all, Allah. So all these are the different dimensions and aspects of kufr and shirk. وَقُلْ And you say, O Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the word is قُلْ, but you're joining with the ra and the re, so you say قُلْ. رَبِّ أَعُوذُ بِكَ مِنْ حَمَزَاتِ الشَّيَاطِينَ Ya Allah, I seek your protection from the evil suggestions and the evil thoughts of the shaitan. Meaning, the shaitan brings evil thoughts in our mind. Evil things go through our mind. People, we're reading Salat and we're thinking about somebody else's wife or somebody else's daughter or some astaghfirullah. All these negative thoughts, you see people writing, sending questions to us of that type and that nature. So Almighty Allah Jalla wa Ala teaches us, Wa imma yanzaghannaka minash shaytani nazghun, fasta is billah. Whenever we have the negative thoughts, then read, A'udhu billahi minash shaytani rajeem. I mentioned to you in yesterday's lesson that those people who have doubt regarding their hudu, remember for that there's a special shaitan. That shaitan's name is Walahan. So we need to ask Allah for protection from Walahan, the hadith in Tirmidhi. And in Salat, the shaitan's name is Khinzab. He comes to blow our fuses and confuse us. So ask Almighty Allah, Jalla wa Allah, for protection from Khinzab, K-H-I-N-Z-A-B. Today you will find, and in Nabi Sallallahu time, Allah Ta'ala warned us, Nabi Sallallahu warned us, you get shayateen in jinn, in the jinnat form that are invisible, and human form. Any person, whether he is a politician or a Muslim or a alim or whoever it is, but when they invite towards batil and falsehood, then they become part and parcel of the shaitan. This is how today bid'ah thrives and so forth. That once you introduce the bid'ah, then you will find the sunnah normally disappears. So we think that people today on truth, وَهُمْ يَحْسَبُونَ أَنَّهُمْ يُحْسِنُونَ سُنَّعَ They think they are doing good, but they are the people who are the biggest failures. So all Allah is teaching us. وَعُوذُ بِكَ رَبِّهِ يَحْدُرُونَ I seek a protection, Ya Allah, that the shayateen, the human shaitan, or the jinn shayateen, that they are right there present by me. So all times we need to be on guard, especially now, holiday time, long weekend, people's morals, people's haya, shame, modesty, morality decreases normally. Let us go to the beach, let us go to this pool, let us go to that swimming pool, let us go to that resort. All these type of things come to the mind. And then they to pacify themselves, they say, no, I don't want to go, but the children want to go. So we use the children as a bahana, as an excuse. But remember, all Allah knows our inner motives, our inner intentions, everything. Now when death approaches the non-Muslim, Quran Karim says, The malaika are smiting him, hitting him at the front, at the back, on the posterior. 
Me and you are in the hospital, in the clinic. We see the person died right in front of us. We didn't see any hitting, striking. Our not seeing does not mean it did not happen. You see so many a time that you are sleeping with your spouse, with your child, your children, and suddenly they wake up and they're experiencing a terrible nightmare. They are saying that they seeing the seeing that, experiencing that, but we can't see it. Does it mean it did not occur? No, it occurred. So our not seeing does not mean it did not happen. So similarly here also we believe when the non-Muslim is in Sakarat from that time is already being punished. The hadith in Bulughul Maram Mishkat Sharif, Mustafa Habibuna Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam said, that when a person dies, and is a true Muslim, and he dies, وَأَرَقُلْ jabin, That there is perspiration on the forehead, that is rahmah and mercy for him. And when there is arakul jameen, the sweat and perspiration on the forehead of non-Muslim, then that is punishment for him. That is the distinction. So all Maitya Allah, Jalla Wala, explained to us about Muslims and non-Muslims. Here it is about non-Muslims. Rabbi Raji'oon. They will say, please Allah, I beg you, beseech you. Send me back to this world. La'alli a'amalu salihan fi ma taraktu. I'll do all the actions that I omitted, neglected. Now mind five salat, I'll read ten. Now mind fasting one month, I'll fast two. All that you'll say, Allah's answer, Kalla, never ever. So that is Allah Ta'ala telling him, don't even have one percent hope that I'll send you back. You had your time, you had your opportunity. You see when you play soccer, when we were very, you know, young and children, so the referee blew the final whistle, finished, now you go and score the goals, it means nothing. So once death comes, you had the opportunity, you had the occasion, and now you want to beg, it's not going to help you. Now one objection people raise and say, how come the non-Muslim lived for 40, 50, 80, 100 years, but then he goes to Jahannam and the hellfire forever and eternally? This is his words that they are uttering and saying, but nothing from the inner recesses of their heart. So all Allah is telling us, even if they lived thousand years, million years, still they would have died as kafir non-Muslim and as mushrik, as polytheists. So that are the lessons we are learning. Wara means behind. Wara means in front. So you have to look at the text and context, and yea, it means in front. So yea, it means and in front of them on that day. Barzakhun on that day, the barzakh, that is a partition. Till the day of resurrection. From the sughra to the kupra, from the micro to the macro, when a person dies, that is his individual kiamat, the micro. And the macro, that is the big when at the day of Qiyamah, when everything is demolished and abolished, then you find that that is the macro. And here, all Allah says that intervening period is called Barzakh. Simple example, that the court case will take place in June, July, but the person is now being held in custody in May. So already the discomfort for that person so those who have died, they are held in custody. And when you are in custody, they already know in the sense that the breeze of Jannah is coming to them. So inshallah, through the mercy of Almighty Allah, they will enter Jannah. 
and those people who are going to languish in Jahannam and the hellfire, they will be dispatched to Jahannam, so they already feeling the pains and the pangs of that, and that is how the easy example is given. Today's lesson, Surah Mu'minun, Surah 23, and verse number 101. Now we're speaking about the Day of Justice. فَإِذَا نُفِقَ Hence, when it will be blown into the trumpet, فَإِسْرَافِيلَ لَيْسَلَاتُ He has already placed it in his mouth. He's waiting for Almighty Allah, Jalla to instruct him. And that is what Israfil alayhi salatu salam is waiting. Open Mishka Sharif, Mustad Ahmad, you will find all this type of hadith. فَإِذَا نُفِقَ When it is blown into the trumpet, فَلَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَ وَلَا يَتَسَالُونَ Ansab with the scene, nasab, your lineage. So no relationship, no lineage that they will play any role. Bainawam among themselves on that day. And they will not ask and question of one another. What is the meaning? Once the day of Qiyamah, the last day, doomsday, the day of justice is ushered in. Every person will be worried and concerned about themselves. يَوْمَ يَفِرُّ الْمَرْءُ مِنْ أَخِيهِ وَأُمِّهِ وَأَبِيهِ وَصَاحِبَتِهِ وَبَنِيهِ People will run away from their parents, their children, their spouses. Everybody will be saying, نَفْسِي نَفْسِي I have to worry about myself, I have to worry about myself. Today Allah forbid if you're in a certain place and a bomb explodes, people just run helter-skelter. And everybody is worried about their own safety, not concerned about others. So that is in this world what will happen on that day when Qiyamah is ushered in. So that's an example. There was one Waliullah in Iraq. His name was Bahalul, Dana'e Bahalul, Bahalul-e Hakim. He was the one who was a very, very wise man. So one day Khalif Arun Rashid came to him and said, Izni, give me some advice, give me some Nasiyan advice. So he told him that you, Khalif Arun Rashid, you the ruler, you have taken the sand and you have made high, high, big, big palaces and the deen you have put it down. You have taken the cement and you put it right on top with your tall, tall building skyscrapers. And the nas, the divine text, the prophetic text that you have put right down. If it is from your own wealth, فَأَنْتَ musrifin, then you're squandering wealth. وَإِنْ كَانَ مِنْ أَمْوَالِ الْغَيْرِ If it is the public treasury, فَأَنْتَ مِنَ الظَّالِمِينَ Then you are the zalim. Anyway, the discussion carries on. And then he tells him, Harun Rashid tells him, but what about my Qaraba? I am also from the family of Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wasallam. Then Bahalul read to him this verse, فَإِذَا نُفِقَ فِي السُّورِ فَلَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ وَلَا يَتَسَاءَلُونَ Once the day of Qiyamah is ushered in, the trumpet is blown in, then the relationships won't mean anything. 
Therefore, Mustafa sallallahu told his own beloved family, Saluni mashitum, ask me now in the world what you want from me. Tomorrow, day of Qiyamah, don't rely on my relationship with you and vice versa. But still the mercy of Almighty Allah and Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam making dua for us. Shafa'ati li'ahalil kabair min ummati. The hadith mentioned in Mishkat Sharif, the hadith mentioned in Muslat Ahmad, various compilations. So Mustafa Habibuna sallallahu alayhi wa sallam will intercede for us. On the day of Qiyamah, those people who committed major sins, on this Mubarak blessed day of Jumu'ah and Friday, so let us raise our hands, especially between Asr and Maghrib, and say, Allahumma arzuqna shafaat al-Nabi al-Mustafa sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. O beloved Allah, let Mustafa Habibullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam intercede for me. Second one, Allahumma inna nas'aluka laddhatan nadari ila wajhikal kareem. O Allah, I beg of thee that I ask you, I have the pleasure of seeing thy honorable countenance. Then seeing you, ya Allah. So this hadith is mentioned in Muslim Ahmad. So no one can rely on anybody. We will be responsible for our own deeds and actions and speech. فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ Today they say the court, Supreme Court, High Court, Constitutional Court. But we all know they cannot deliver absolute justice because they are human beings, they are prone to error, they can make mistakes. But all, may Allah, absolute justice. فَمَنْ ثَقُلَتْ مَوَازِينُهُ Whosoever scales are heavy because of the iman, faith, conviction, righteous deeds, actions. فَأُولَٰئِكَ هُمُ الْمُفْلِحُونَ So those are the people, they are successful. They will get their book of deeds in their right hand and they will tell people, هَا وَمُقْرَؤُوا كِتَابِيَا That read my report, I have passed, passed with distinction, I'm going to Jannah and Paradise, eternal joy, bliss and prosperity. وَمَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ And whosoever he scales now, they were not heavy, they were light, so the vices were more. And that is, it was filled with kufr and blasphemy, with shirk and polytheism, on nifaq, and that is hypocrisy. They only had Islam on their tongue, but nothing in their heart, no iman, no Islam. وَمَنْ خَفَّتْ مَوَازِينُهُ Whosoever scales are very, very light, meaning that they don't have iman, they don't have Islam. فَأُولَٰئِكَ الَّذِينَ خَسِرُوا أَنفُسَهُمْ Hence those are the people that they are the failures of themselves. Meaning that their souls, their selves have become failures. Now they have failed the examination. Hence what happens? فِي جَهَنَّمَ خَالِدُونَ They will dwell and stay for in Jahannam, the hellfire, the furnace forever and ever. Everlasting doom and gloom, O Muslim, learn this dua mentioned in Tirmidhi Sharif. Ya Allah, that if we ask for Jannah minimum thrice a day, Jannat and Paradise will intercede, even I want this person to come to Jannah. 
And when we say thrice a day, minimum, we beg Almighty Allah for protection. That Ya Allah protect me from Jahannam, the hellfire. So Jahannam will also say, I don't want this person. So make that a habit. Allahumma jirnam in the nar seven times in the morning after Fajr, seven times after Maghrib, the hadith in Abu Dawood. Today, never mind the non-Muslims, some so-called Muslims also are skeptical. Therefore, I use the word so-called. They say, no, how can it happen that this person must go to Jahannam and the hellfire forever and ever? One day Allah will forgive him. Allah is Ghafuru Rahim. Yes, Almighty Allah is Ghafuru Rahim, very, very forgiving, very merciful. But remember, the non-Muslim committed the crime worse than treason. Surah 33, Surah Ahzab, verses 64-65. See that same Ghafoorul Rahim, Almighty Allah, what he states and mentions clearly, explicitly in the Noble Quran. Inna Allah la'anal kafirin. Verily, Almighty Allah has cursed the non-Muslims, those who are saying mature and died in that state and condition. وَعَدَّلَهُمْ سَعِيرًا Almighty Allah has prepared already for them the furnace, the burning fire, the blaze, the inferno. خَالِدِينَ فِيهَا abada. The word abada is mentioned. They will dwell and stay there forever and ever, everlasting doom and gloom. And if a Muslim, so-called Muslim, has doubt in that, he also will join them because he's refuting, rejecting this verse of the Noble Quran, Surah 33, Surah Ahzab, verses 64, 65. La yajiduna And there in that Jahannam al-Fayyad, there's no protector, no helper for them. They are the failures of themselves, their souls, their bodies have become failures. And they dispatch to Jahannam, they'll dwell and stay there forever. What will happen in Jahannam? Next verse. The fire will be burning, scorching their faces. Allah mahfadna amin. So talfahu to scorch and burn. Hujuhahumunnar. So their faces will be being burned, will be burnt by the fire and scorched by the fire. Me and you, just one small, tiny little fraction of the fire. How we start screaming and shouting. These people day and night they will be in that. And they will be in terrible condition, meaning in an adversity, calamity, disaster. So they will be in that pain all the time. And that pain will not be reduced. All Allah states, The punishment for the non-Muslims would not be reduced, nor will they be given any respite and extension of time. Meaning one hour we give you chance, then no punishment, or we reduce the percentage, nothing. It will be continuous, and all the time they will feel the pain. And when their skin burns totally, absolutely, كُلَّمَا نَضِجَتْ جُلُودُهُمْ بَدَّلْنَاهُمْ جُلُودًا غَيْرَهَا لِيَذُوقُ Every time the skin burns, then it will be replaced by another layer of skin. And so that the punishment is continuous. 
So therefore, beg Almighty Allah Jalla Wala for protection all times. Alam takuna ayati tutla alaykum. So Almighty Allah is asking them questions. What? Did not our verses come to you? Tutla alaykum. And these ayat and verses were read and recited upon you by the Anbiya alayhi salatu salam of the past, by the ulama and the scholars, and by people who went and invited you to Islam. Tutla alaykum fakuntum biya tukadzibun. Hence what you did, but you were the ones who rejected it, you refuted it, you denied it, said, no, this cannot work in this day and this age. This is not logical. This is not rational. Uh, rational. So all these type of arguments they set forth. All Mithya Allah, Jalla wa Allah states that these people, they're looking for excuses. So hence they will pay the terrible price and penalty Therefore, they do so at their own peril. So these verses of the Qur'an are in their pristine purity, 6,236 verses. So, Now when they know they are guilty, Almighty Allah will address them on day of Qiyamah. وَمْتَازُوا الْيَوْمَ أَيُّوَ الْمُجْرِمُونَ Oh, you criminals, stand one side. Don't mingle and associate with the mu'mineen, with the muslimin. I don't want you with them. You must be one side. Now they know that all Almighty Allah's majesty, grandeur, power, authority, supremacy, everything is there. Now they confess. Now they admit. You know when a crook, when a criminal in court, ordinary court in front of the the judge, in front of the magistrate now knows all his lies and all his propaganda are broken, he has no defense left. He will say, okay, I am guilty, but give me a lenient sentence. So this is how they start pleading. The non-Muslims. Rabbana, it is Ya Rabbana. Oh, our sustainer, nourisher provider. Ghalabat alayna shikwatuna. Our evil, our evil qualities, our satanic qualities, and our vices. So that got the better of us. Ghalabat alayna shikwatuna. Our vices, our evil got the better of us. Yes, we admit, And we are a people who are gone astray. We were people who became the servants and the slaves of our ego, our worms, our fancies. Therefore, we say, learn to please Almighty Allah. And the pleasure of Almighty Allah is the biggest thing. So today we know that when you do please people, the politicians and so forth, then money is sweeter than honey. It speaks all languages. So our vices, our evil got the better of us. And we are a people who went astray and we are astray. Now they will beg, beseech Allah, Rabbana, O oh beloved Allah, Ya Rabbana it means. So, akharijna minha, O Almighty Allah, take us out from this Jahannam and hellfire and this terrible place. 
فَإِنَّ أُدْنَا And if we commit the crime of kufr and shirk again, فَإِنَّا ظَالِمُونَ If we repeat it, oh Allah, then we are zalim. Nay, Allah say you zalim and oppressor and transgressor now, because Allah gave you forty, fifty years. When they are pleading, begging Allah, all Allah will say, I can't translate it here on the radio, the word that we, me and you would normally use. You say, You know when you have a dog, and now the dog is barking, you want to come near you. So in our colloquial, we use one word, it starts with a V. If you know English, Afrikaans properly. So that is the translation. So it means get lost, get out. So that is now the word ikhsa'u. But understand the philology of it, the history of it is kalimatu zajrin lil kalb. It is a word that is used when you chase the dog away, the puppy away. Call ikhsa'u get out from here, get lost. So fiha wala tukallimun and don't speak to me again about this topic. So there's no respite for them, no decrease for them. For them is eternal, everlasting doom and gloom. May all may Allah protect us. May all may Allah grant our marhumin jannatul firdaus wa akhiru da'wana. Alhamdulillahi rabbil.